Welcome to Energy Stew. This is Peter Roth, your host. And I'd like to ask you, how do you feel about the prospects of this year, 2023? What does it mean to you? <laughs> Are you worried about it? Do you have high expectations or low? Well, we all have different opinions and think of life differently. And I want to bring you up to date on how the human design looks at 2023, because it does have a very strong opinion, many many of them actually. And I, I'm excited to explain them to you because I think it'll help you appreciate what's in store for this year on all levels. Uh, you'll see what I mean. So uh, I guess most of you by now know what the human design system is, and it's based on on uh, the birth data, and uh, and then every year for the new year in the world, it always starts at a particular time, usually around the Chinese New Year. So this year, human design sees the year starting on January 22nd, 2023 at 7.39 a.m. Greenwich Meridian time. So... It's fascinating that uh, every year we can actually do a chart of, of what the year looks like. And so I wanna get into that because there's a lot to tell you. And it's the information is based on the Chinese I Ching. Um, so uh, it's very, it's detailed. These are the particular I Ching lines. There are 64 hexagrams in the Chinese I Ching and each hexagram is six lines and this system knows each line of each hexagram that will pertain to this year it's that exactly it also does that for your personal charts as well so when it knows your birth data and it knows, it knows how to interpret it according to um, the time date and time and place so uh, I'm going to get started going through this because there's a lot here. Um, every year, there's always the, the top four traits are always the same every year. And that's how we know, you know, and that's always true for anybody who does their solar returns each year at their birthday, that you know it's the right chart for that because it, the first four traits are always the same. We're stuck with those. <laughs> So how about in this world? What are we stuck with? Well, there's a column of conscious numbers and a column of unconscious numbers, but um, the unconscious is just how we are behaving and thinking on, a, on the back burners, but it's very real and it, and it moves us uh, just as strongly as the front burners do. So. I'm going to go through all of them. I, I won't relate to uh, conscious or unconscious for this because they're all in play. I'll just go through them uh, according to their planets and North Node and South Node. I'll explain that as we get there. So the sun sign is always the same. And, uh, and it's one of the traits is reasonableness. And so we've lived in a world every year where we attempt to be as reasonable as possible, 
But of course, reasonable means different things to different people. And uh, there's also a trait at the sun sign of adventurism, unfounded risk-taking. And we lived in a world of many risks. So uh, many risk-taking because we, there are risks because we take risks because we are always creating uh, worlds around us. So uh, that all makes sense. But then uh, at the earth sign is how we ground ourselves. And unfortunately, there's always a trait of the unnatural expression of leadership. So tell me how many great leaders there have been in the world. <laughs> and they're mostly leaders that we are very critical about. And so, uh, so far in the world, we don't have good leadership. And I don't know when we're actually going to have such great leadership because uh, this keeps on showing up. But according to the founder of Human Design, uh, in 2027, the, the, the whole system changes around a bit. And I presume at that point, uh, we'll live in a different world. At least the human design will think so. <laughs> so hopefully we'll have uh, uh, more natural leadership and leadership we can respect. Okay. Uh, it's also uh, a trait at the earth sign of greed, the obsession of having more than we need. And I think we live in a very materialistic world and there's a lot of greed going on. And um, not everybody, but it's common in this world that people want more. Gimme, gimme, gimme. All right. Uh, now we come to the moon sign, which is where our feelings are. And um, the, the trait here has to do with, it's actually a negative trait, having to do with continued reflection at the expense of continued de development. So that means this year we're going to be reflecting more about things than actually taking action. So that's something that we can expect. All right. Um, and then what's a wonderful trait at the moon, I mean, it with feelings, is the trait of humility, wealth and power at its most exalted. Spirituality is the key to acceptance and the source of power. And the enlightened recognition that material success is God's will. Now, this, this trait says a lot for this future, that the greed will be modified by uh, understanding a higher force at work uh, having to do with wealth and power. It's not, you know, it's not about how much you can accumulate in, in finance, but it's how much you can accumulate in spirituality. And I love that. And I think that will help this world a great deal. We're moving into a much better time because of this trait. Now we're gonna come down to the North Node. The North Node and the South Node are, I, I'm not an astrologer, but I know that the North Node happens later in the year and the South Node happens earlier in the year. So as we, as we go through the year, we'll have a trait of, of um, spontaneous conceptualization. 
So we'll be able to think on our feet a lot better as we get as we move through this year. That'll be wonderful for us. And then an, uh, another trait at the North Node is intuition. But it's intuition that's sensitive to disharmony and atrophy. It's higher knowing through aesthetics. So it's the aesthetic of how things feel. And if, if we don't like what's going on, we'll feel it more. We'll be more sensitive to it. And I think that will help us determine or discern truth in better ways. Because we'll see, but you know, we'll feel what doesn't work. It's always, it's always been true that our intuition and sensitivity should guide us, but it hasn't been that apparent or effective. And this year it will be. So look forward to that. Great. <clears throat> okay. Now we're going to come down to the South Node. And these are things we're starting the year with, and they, they slowly just become part of the year. And, um, and, and what I like about this is on, uh, at the South Node, and um, by the way, the South Node is always a, a deep intention, a deep feeling of purpose. And, and it's the possibility that alertness to patterns in others will result in management cap capability. So we'll be smarter about the people who we give power to. And, and so we're, we'll be more alert to the patterns of people who deserve to be managers rather than power-hungry people, politicians, et cetera, bureaucrats who have grabbed power and don't deserve it. And, and so this means that the public overall will be much more attuned to who deserves our respect or not. I think that's wonderful. A little bit of noise in the background. I have this new email alert system going that I'm not happy with. So it's making a little bit of background noise. All right. Uh, now, also in the South Node is creation is independent of will, which means that self-expression, creation doesn't mean necessarily being an artist of in the art world, it means being an artist in life, and that's self-expression. And that has its special timing. So that means we have to kind of watch and wait as inspiration develops within us. And it will come when the timing is right. It's uh, independent of our will. It's, it is dependent, I think, on this universal purpose and that has its own life. So very excited about that, about knowing that, about how we just have to be patient and all of a sudden we'll be inspired about different things through, through the year. All right, um, now we come to Mercury and Mercury is how we think and express ourselves. And there is a, a negative trait there. And it's about being carried away with stimulation. In other words, don't get carried away with yourself this year that 
you can handle and do everything and we're going to accomplish everything. And, you know, it's, it's really one step at a time. That's why we had that previous trait of um, self-expression habits, having its special timing. So if we try to get ahead of that, we'll make mistakes. So it's, um, it's really about don't lose track when you're being carried away with excitement you know stay grounded all right i know i'm moving quickly through these but uh, there's a lot to tell you so uh also at mercury is it's a really good trade and this might help with with getting carried away with stimulation so here we have uh tranquility and the need to calmly face impermanence and as an instinctive awareness to accept change and transformation, it's an underlying acceptance of change. And, and, and so that's in our favor that we are seeking change, but not to get carried away with it so much. So we can balance ourselves with um, calmly facing what is it? you might call impermanence, which just means change. And we're going to be better at having change. All right. Uh, now we're going to come to Venus. And Venus is our identity in relationship to others. And we're going to be attracted through the power of revolution to embrace and transform others. So we're going to seek to, uh, to work with society to change the world, embrace and transform others. So, and it is, this also says, um, the ability to transform fence sitters into the committed. So I think that's really about what many of us have been wanting is to get more people on our side and embrace them, transform them. And this says we can do that. So that's something to be very excited about. All right. And then I, these traits, by the way, I, I was really surprised when I started reading them, how wonderful they are for this year. So uh, another trait at Venus is holding on that the ability through whatever means to keep your grip and our grip. And it's also the use of intuition that is at its best in struggle and often of value to others. So, and it's, it's also another definition here is the application of knowledge to exploit opportunities, usually for the greater good. So let's take advantage of that. <laughs> Whenever opportunities show up that are for the greater good, there'll be plenty of them. But we need to hold our grip because there'll be a lot that we of change that we have to 
prepare for. And holding on is, is good. All right. So we're moving right along here. And we're coming to Mars. And um, this is, I think this is a pairing out of good guys and bad guys. Because it's really, and Mars is a troublemaker planet. Because it's, it's like the unruly teenager. <laughs> so it's a warrior. Mars is a warrior planet. So this is, it's called, it says, it's the refusal to support or recognize the talent of others. Uh, and so what it is, is seeing who's, who's there for us or not, identifying it. We had those traits earlier about being uh, sensitive to others and realizing um, who's of value or not. And here we come to um, where there's a warrior planet being able to recognize and to refuse what, what we might call the talent of others. It's the talent of others to um, harm us. And this is a, a great opportunity to realize the good guys from the bad guys. I love that. And this is planet-wide. <laughs> So we're really coming into time of transformation that is going to be amazing to see. And then also on in Mars is an interesting trait. It's it's called the prophet. And this is the troublemaker planet. So it's the ability to foresee and plan for the end of standstill. We've been in standstill. We've been stuck with all kinds of crummy things happening. And, and now uh, we're going to, uh, as it says, rouse the stagnant for communal preparation. But rousing the stagnant is dangerous too, because there are good guys and bad guys among the stagnant. So I think that's why this is at Mars, is because we can see what we need and the changes that are needed and not everybody's going to be happy about it. And so that's potential trouble. All right, uh, moving along to Jupiter, which is the planet of expansion and abundance. So let's see, because in human design, all these traits are very unique. There's over a thousand possible traits that you can have. And because there's 64 hexagrams, six lines, or 384 traits, and each one can have a positive or negative, as we've seen already. So uh, that alters it a bit. So, so what I'm telling you are traits that are very unique in uh, quantity. <laughs> uh, of a thousand, you're, you're only getting 25 of them. And because I think there's a duplicate coming up here, if I remember correctly. Yes, at Neptune. So that means there are 25 traits that are for this year out of a thousand. And it could have been any of them. So to see what shows up is so super important. So at, uh, at Jupiter, 
we have the energy to sustain a broad spectrum of stimuli and having many opinions. So we're gonna be open. This is a trait of openness. So we're gonna be openness to hear and understand new things. And then also with Jupiter, and this is, this is uh, well, this is on the unconscious side, which is always at the unconscious. Jupiter is a secret to abundance in life. And this is the existentialist, devotion and dedication to the now. And, and concentrating on what is rather than what could be or has been. So it's it's like really getting into it in in what's in front of us, dealing with what we have to deal with and not getting caught up in wild thoughts about the past or the future, even though it helps to know those things, to imagine those things, it's, it, we're, we're going to be more abundant, more successful if we stick to the now. And this is really helpful to hear about. All right, so now we're going to come down to Saturn, and Saturn is uh, our work to do. Saturn is where our lessons are and how we have to stay focused. And, and so uh, this one trait is composure, balance in the face of disorder. So that makes sense. And that's how to be in the now. Things are going to be a little bit wild as we move through all this wonderful change, but it's going to be difficult. And this will have will also have composure and balance during that time. Isn't that wonderful? And then uh, also at Saturn is um, is understanding that that all the steps we take are necessary towards success, and that we we need to persevere, have unlimited hope. And I love that too. We have to stay positive and really believe in, in our optimism. All right. It's so helpful. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, and then we come down to Uranus. Uranus is the planet of sudden change. And who are we? How, how are we in sudden change? And what do we get here is genius. <laughs> a natural gift for unlearnable knowing and the inner strength to focus and realize, wow, what a time for this to show up. It's, it's amazing the blessings that this chart for 2023 is showing us. Incredible. Because the other trait at Uranus is higher knowing as a gift for strategy. Wow. Intelligent application. So unlearnable knowing, higher knowing. What else can we want? Because <laughs> that's what's needed for change. It has to be inspirational. And it will be, obviously. I love it. All right. I hope you do, too. I think, I'm sure you do. <laughs> All right, and now we come down to Neptune, and Neptune has a duplicate. It's um, actually the first line of the 36 hexagram, and it's um, it's the emotional power to handle crisis. 
and the energy and determination to persevere in the face of opposition. And there will be, and we'll be able to handle it. And we saw that earlier, composure. So <laughs> this chart just keeps giving. And now we come to Pluto and Pluto is the planet of, let's call it karma. It's a planet that we have to work through because it's a shadow planet and the shadows hold our gifts, but we have to work through the obstacles to them. And, and so um, one of the traits in Pluto is the energy to maintain identity and security despite limitations. So that means that we're, we're going to be challenged to remember ourselves, to maintain our identity, hold on to the security of it, of ourselves and each other in times of great change. So that's where it's a shadow of an obstacle that we have to work through to get to the other side of it. But we'll have the energy to maintain our identity and security. So we'll work with that energy and bring it out. And then on the unconscious, well, on the other side of Pluto, the other trait of Pluto is uh, inspiration that can bring clarity to the collective and um, a profound attunement to the collectivity that can lure the public to a truth. Well, that is our work. That's where the, there's, a, in other words, there's gonna be a shadow that'll be confusing at times. And we're trying to create clarity. So our genius is to have the inspiration and the clarity. It's just that we have to work through whatever the blocks are, which will be you know, a lot of change. And we'll be working through change. And so these are, these are the very important traits that I wanted to tell you about. And I talked fast because there's also other, other things in here to tell you about, but they're not, they're not as much of the story as this was. I think bringing these all together and telling you what I've told you gets the story across. So whatever else I can tell you just adds to the same story. So I'm very happy to have given you these traits. I hope you've taken notes or at least uh, can remember a lot of them to help support you this year and give you inner strength to manage all the changes that are gonna happen in our favor because we have all these strengths to work with. So thank you all for listening. I'm so glad to have brought this to you. Uh, so this is Peter Roth, your host of Energy Stew at prn.live. And I can be reached at Peter at heartriver, H-E-A-R-T, river.org. I'd love to hear from you and thanks so much for listening.